Velkommen til denne udsendelse fra Tronsvore. Lyt med og vær velsignet. Would you just open your mouth and worship him this morning? Let's lift up his mighty name. The God in the midst of us is a mighty God. Just f- f- take your focus upon everything else and just focus on him this morning. Our help comes from him. Our miracles come from him. The breakthrough for our life comes from him. Just forget about everything. Not even the situations we are walking through or what stands ahead of us. But lift your eyes unto him and just begin to pray this morning. This morning our God is a God of miracles. With him all things are possible. All things are possible. He's a God of impossible things. Le barama hasatara manakara ba shoro boro 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 boro. Hallelujah, thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. We worship you this morning, God. We worship you, worship you, worship you. One more time this morning, God. We lay our lives before you. You are the one who heals us. You are the one who blesses us. Though you are the one who has a word over us. You are the God of breakthroughs. With you all things are possible. We stand before you. The psalmist said, I have set the Lord before me because he is at my right hand. I will never be shaken. Father, we set you before us this morning. And because you are with us, we will never be shaken. We bless your name, God. Speak into our lives. Stretch forth your hand upon us. And Lord, we ask for miracles that we can walk with you every day of our lives. Just because we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We serve a God of miracles. All things are possible, the Bible says, to them that believe. Amen. With him, all things are possible. You know, there are times in our lives uh, that, uh, you know, um, we need to press and hold on to who he is. You know, challenges will come. Struggles will come. All kinds of things will come in the world today. But it's important to understand that, you know, our God is a miracle-working God. In Isaiah 43, and from verse 1, he says like this, But now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. It's very important to understand that God is the one who created us. God is the one who formed us. Amen. When you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you realize that you are where you are because of who he is in your life. You realize that he knit you in your mother's womb. In Psalm 139, David says, Lord, you saw me in my unformed state. Isn't it amazing? That God saw us even before we were knit together in our mother's womb. So this morning you are God's creation. He created you and he formed you. And the Bible says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Two things about our lives. We live a redeemed life. The blood of Jesus redeems us. We were once no people, but now we are the people of God. We were once lost, but now we are found. We once, we did not know 
the way to eternal life, but today we are walking on the road to eternal life. And the Lord says, I have redeemed you. Amen. So we don't need any other help in our life to make our lives better. We already have been redeemed because of Jesus. Here to the nation of Israel, he says, I have fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. My identity is defined by his redemption and calling over my life. His uh, redemption and calling. Exactly. You know, when we understand his redemption and calling in our life, if you know who you are, why God has called you, what is God's purpose over your life, what is God's plan over your life, then you understand that you have been redeemed to live that plan. And to such a people, he says, when you pass through the waters, he says, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So it's very important to understand, we will walk through the water. We will walk through the rivers. We will walk through the fire. Christian life is about all kinds of seasons. You know, sometimes we are up the mountain. Sometimes we feel we are walking down the valley. And uh, sometimes you feel like you are on a very uh, uh, green pasture. You're walking by green pastures. Sometimes you feel you're walking in a desert, uh, which is real. As long as we are in a natural world, which is controlled by the devil. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 19, that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. Fem 19, I think. Is it, is it there? The whole world is under the sway. Let me just read it. Yeah, 19. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. So when, as long as we are in the midst of this world, of course the enemy is shaking the world. And, uh, you know, we can feel it in the natural. But in the spiritual, we're not swaying. We are not swaying. We are walking with God. We are on a very steady path. You know, it can be up and down. But the Lord is with us. His promise is with us. His word is with us. And it is His word that preserves us. Whatever He speaks to you, it is truth. From His spirit into our spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 16 says, His spirit uh, 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 bears witness with my spirit that we are the children of God. So the witness comes because God speaks from his spirit to your spirit. A witness is a testimony. What works in a courtroom is a testimony. The, witness, the one who's on the witness stand is speaking the truth. What comes into your spirit by God is the truth. What, what the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit is truth. And the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth sets you free. You see, freedom comes from your spirit. When the word comes into your spirit, when the word of the Lord comes from him into your spirit, then it brings freedom. Then it brings hope. Then it brings victory. Then it changes your face. It changes the way you look at things. Changes your thoughts. Changes your attitudes. The face that once was looking down begins to look up. The, the face that was confused becomes clear. The, the face that was once sad becomes joyful. That's throughout the Bible. Where you see from Genesis to Revelation, lives of people, how their lives was transformed because the word of the Lord came to them. So this morning I want to tell you, whatever be a situation you're walking in, 
whatever be sicknesses you're facing, whatever be mountains of challenges that stand before you, in the midst of all of that, there is a God, your God, who lives on the inside of you, who has a voice, he can speak to you because he's living, he has a mind, he speaks into you, he has a way for you, he has a plan for your life, and when you listen to him, that's when you can climb your mountain, you can find a breakthrough, you can see a way in the midst of struggles, and that road is the God road of your life, that will not allow waters to overflow you, that will not allow the fire to quench you, that will not allow the fire to not even burn what is over you, but it will preserve you and it will take you, it will bring you into victory, that one day we will be with Jesus in heaven, victorious as an overcomer. The Bible says to him that overcomes, there is a crown waiting for me. There is something waiting for me in heaven because I have learned to hold on to him in the midst of all my battles. And I have learned to hold on to him, hold on to his word, hold on to his promise, hold on to the prophetic words he has spoken to me. I have decided to see those things. I decide to put my eyes on those things. And because I put my eyes on those things, I will overcome. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Come on church, hallelujah. This is how we overcome him. Revelation 12 and verse 11, the Bible says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. This witness inside of me produces a testimony. And because of that testimony, I overcome Satan. I overcome the plans of Satan. I overcome every situation by the blood of the lamb. That's why every day I say to the Lord, your precious blood upon me, God. Your blood upon my children, Lord. Your blood upon my marriage, Lord. My, your blood upon my family. Your blood upon my workplace. Your blood upon my travel. Your blood over everything in my life. Because I overcome everything by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. And the word of my testimony. Come on, somebody say hallelujah in the house. Amen. Our God is a good God. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.3, the Bible says like this, that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What do we do? Why do we worship God? Why do we praise him and adore him? Because we know we serve a resurrected Savior, one who died, one who died and rose again. And because he's alive, we worship him. And because we bless him, we know in our hearts that because he's alive, we have a living hope inside of us. That whatever he has promised us, that whatever his word speaks over our lives, we speak it out because the hope that we have is not a fatalistic thinking. It's not just an imagination. It's not something that may or may not happen. But this hope is a living hope. When it comes to Jesus, what we believe in him is living hope. How does that living hope work? The Bible says in Romans 15 and verse 13, Paul writes like this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing 
that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 15 and verse 13. How do you keep this hope? How can you believe what God spoke to you? How can you be alive? How can you, how can you keep your faith alive? Now all of us know hope is what is before us. Hope is what we expect from God. Hope is what we expect is going to happen with God. Hope is what will, would come to my life as I move into my future. Some of the things. I know that one day when I die, I'm going to be with him in heaven forever and ever. It's a living hope. How do I know that? Because the word of God says that if I'm washed by the blood of Jesus and if, I've been, if I'm born of water and of the spirit, I will enter the kingdom of heaven. So if I have been, I've received Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and if I've been baptized, which is an outward declaration of an inward commitment that I have made to God, the Bible says I have eternal life. Am I saved? So I am saved. All of us are saved if we receive Jesus. Then the Bible says we are being saved every day. Every day we walk with him. Every day he has access to our life. He's not only a God who blesses us and heals us and delivers us, but he's a God who instructs us, leads us, corrects us, guides us, works in us. You know, he, he teaches us, helps us. He, he, he reveals things to us. So he's working in us every day. One day, when I die, according to this world, you know, when my time on earth has come to an end, then he is ready to receive me that I can be where he is forever and ever. Now, that's a living hope. Now, how do I keep that living hope? It's because the love of God, what he has done for me, what he will continue to do for me, what, where he will bring me into, he has filled me with that love by the power of the Holy Spirit that keeps alive in me the hope that I have in him. So what do I need today? I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why do I speak in tongues? Because I build my inner man. Because I keep myself in the things of God. So that I can be focused on the promises of God. So that I keep the things of the world away from my spirit man. Sometimes they affect me. What's happening around me affects me. Affects my feelings. Affects my emotions. Affects my thinking. But I am able to overcome it. One who doesn't know God, they don't know what to do with these feelings and emotions. So, so they become a victim of those things. But I don't, I will never be a victim of them. Because I have in me living hope. Come on, open your mouth and say living hope. What do we have inside of us? We have living hope. When the, the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises a standard against him. Uh, raises a standard against the, the enemy. You know, the, enemy, the, the spirit of God will push it or be like a wall against it. So the enemy will come. But I have the key. I know what to do. When the struggles of life come, I begin to lock myself in my room. I begin to pray. Or I'm driving. Or whatever I'm doing in my life. I know how to fight that thought. I know how to fight that, that thing that's coming against me. You begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Even when somebody is telling you something that you, do, that you don't want to accept, 
Because you feel that's not from God. Even while they're declaring, declaring it over your, your life, in your heart you're saying, I reject it in the name of Jesus. You know, some, somebody will come and say something bad about you. Of course, we don't want to offend them or, or sometimes, you know, we don't want to do something over their face. Be, because our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's not the person. It's the spirit behind that's using the person. So you take authority over that spirit. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Inside of you, I reject it in the name of Jesus. I will not allow you to come into my mind. My mind is, I have the mind of Christ. I will not receive it in Jesus' name. Why? Because there is something else over my life, which is by the spirit of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things unseen. Another version says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. That means you are convicted. You know for sure. You know for sure that what is unseen yet in your life is already yours because of faith in your heart. Come on church, are you with me this morning? I want you to get it. Why this word is a living word. Why the word of God is, is the voice of God. Because in it is the secret to every area of your life. So what is faith? Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Meaning I am sure. Faith, you know, faith causes you to become sure. Faith makes you sure. Isn't that beautiful? This is what faith is all about. Faith, faith you know, uh, has approved God's uh, plan for you, which has not yet come to you. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? That's why this word is so powerful. You know, faith is, is the assurance, is the surety of things hoped for. What God has promised over you, prophetically spoken over you, said to you. Those things you have not seen it yet. But those things that are unseen, they have, you, you, you are convicted in your heart. Meaning it, it, has, it has taken root in your heart that it's going to happen. So we walk into what is ahead of us. So faith brings hope to reality in our lives. That's the character of God, isn't it? Just think of it, think of it for a moment. He is a patient God. Patient with us. Sometimes we are not on the road that he wants us to be. Sometimes we do funny things. Sometimes we are carried away by something. Does God ever give up on us? Never. You know why? Because he has faith in his heart that what he called us to, we will do. So what does he do? He waits. Patiently waits. That's why the Bible says long suffering is a fruit of Holy Spirit. The fruit of Holy Spirit is the character of Jesus. It's his personality. It's who he is. And it comes inside of me by the Spirit of God. When the Holy Spirit comes inside of me, He, he changes me by putting on the character of Jesus inside of me. Leviticus 17.11 says that life is in the blood. Amen. And when Jesus shed His blood, He shed His life. In His blood was His life. That's why the covenant is powerful because that covenant is by His life. Are you with me? It's very important who makes an agreement with you. If I make an agreement, uh, you know, let's say to Pastor Erling, that I'm selling Makni's house to him, that agreement has no value. Why? It's not my house. But if Makni makes an agreement, then that agreement has value. It's the same with God. Are you with me? 
his life is behind that agreement. Okay? So when his, when we say, Lord, let your blood come upon me, what's coming upon me is not just blood, it's life. His life is coming upon. That is why when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, some things from our past life, we are not able to do it again. We can't speak the same language. We can't live the same life. That's why people give testimonies. I was like this in my past life. I gave my heart to Jesus and he changed my life. He gave me a new life. Those old things left me and went away. Everything has become new in my life. Why? Your life that was the past life has been exchanged by the life of Jesus to live the new life. That's why John says you're born not of the will of man or of the will of flesh but born of God. The Bible says in Romans 8, 24 to 25, for in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So he's saying, he's trying, Paul is explaining that hope is not what you're seeing. Hope is what is unseen. And when it is unseen, then it is hope. Are you with me? If there is a promise over your life, if there is a word over your life, if there is something that is yet to be done in your life, which you know in your heart that God can do for you, then what, what do you do? You have hope in your heart and it is alive because you have faith in your heart. And because you have faith in your heart, you will see it one day manifest. That's why... It's very important that we hear God. Blah, 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 blah. You hear a lot of things. But the important thing is, what are you saying, Lord? Are you with me? There's a lot of voices around us. There are many thoughts around us. There are many things around us. But the important thing is, what is God speaking to me? What is God telling me? When you know what he's telling you, you have hope. What he speaks to you is the door to your miracle. Amen. I love uh, Mark chapter 10 from verse 46, where, you know, uh, Bartimaeus. You know, Bartimaeus was in a hopeless situation. You know, he was blind and he was a beggar and, uh, you know, hopeless. But the minute he knew Jesus of Nazareth is coming there, the first thing in his heart was he had hope. Amen. He had hope for his own life. I want you to tell you, I want to tell you that whatever with Jesus, their hope. It can be anything in your life. It can be an impossible situation. But I want you to know this morning, with Jesus, there is hope. Bathim, you know. And then the Bible says that people asked him to keep quiet when he was shouting Jesus of Nazareth. You know, they said, keep quiet. When you have hope, you must be persistent for your miracle. Are you with me? It's very important that we must persist the hand of God upon our life. It's a choice. Are you with me this morning? It's a choice. A choice. You know, sometimes we want things to simply fall in its place. The enemy wants to tire us out so that we accept our lifestyle. Let me say it one more time. Sometimes the enemy wants to tire us out in our soul, in our spirit, and weaken us to the point where we want to just let what happened happen. But that's not how Christian life is. Amen. Jesus said, if any man desires to, f to follow me, it's about following. If you want something in your life, if you want God's will in your life, if you want God's plan in your life, if you want God's best life, we have to, we have to listen. We need to walk with him. We need to be with him. 
Jesus said, where I am, my servant will be. He said, you know, he said, my servant will be where I am. We have to be with him. So wanting to see a breakthrough is when we are walking with him, when we push and walk with him. Bartimaeus was desperate. He didn't care about what people said. He was fed up of his life. He, he knew this moment is the moment, uh, will be a life-changing moment for me. And it'll make me. So what did he do? He got up and went to Jesus. called him. Went to and it's very interesting. Jesus knew he was blind. Jesus even knew what he wanted. You know what Jesus asked him? He said, what should I do? Okay, Lord, just do whatever you want. Is that what he said? Lord, that I may. Lord, Lord, that I want to ask you, church, what is your prayer? How many times do you press and tell the Lord? Lord, I want this to become okay in my life. I want to see a breakthrough. I want to see a change in I want you to put your hand upon. I want it to work. You know the problem with failure? When you accept one failure or, or, or uh, when you accept something that is wrong, is the door to accept something more that is wrong. And before you realize, you are far away from where you are. The problem with compromise, one, one compromise leads to another compromise, leads to another compromise until we come to a compromised life and we become weak. Our life becomes weak. And that's not how God made us. To. When we walk with him, we walk with fullness of life. So Bartimaeus said to Jesus, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Jesus said to him, your faith. Okay, now listen to me. Your faith has made you whole. What made him whole? What heaved in his heart? What he hoped in his heart? What he expected from God in his heart? You know, he believed that he could see. He believed that one day he will see. He believed one day he's going to be fine. And he knew Jesus could do it for him. Even though it was impossible. He believed. He believed. You know what God said to him? Your faith, what you believed, what you expected from me, what you thought in your heart can happen for you, what you began to see with eyes of faith about your own life has made you whole, he said. Come on church, are you with me? What do we come to God with is very important. How we come to God with is very important. When we come to God believing, God, you can solve this issue. You can do this miracle for me. You can turn this thing for me. I believe in you, Lord. I believe you can do this for me. In the natural, it may be impossible. But in your heart, you're believing. Because I want to tell you, church, that is who you are as a believer. That is who you are as a child of God. That is how you fight your warfare. That is how you get your breakthrough. That is how you walk with God. Because you know in your heart that even though it is impossible, my God can do it for me. My God can do it for me. Supernaturally, he begins to intervene. God is always for his people, my friend. God is always for you. God is always concerned about you. God always is a loving father. He cares about you. He's concerned about you. He's concerned about your lifestyle. He's concerned about your well-being. He's concerned about your health. He's concerned about everything in your life. And he is a God who wants to do miracles for you. But there's something I need to I cannot give up. The Bible says, watches, watch. When I begin to walk with God, sometimes, even when I'm not able to pray, he's still there to do a miracle. Is it always say something about Biana? Two days, uh, two days ago, I met Biana and uh, uh, I heard something that really touched me. 
um many of you know that he was found without pulse and uh, nobody knows how long he was without pulse but the one thing i heard is this there was a f- there was a friend who worked with him who was outside talking to somebody and this i don't know whether this man is a believer or what i don't know anything about him but this is what he said my feet took me to this room he was he was doing something else he said my feet simply took me to this room when i went to that room i saw the door was open i was thinking why is the door open i stepped in and i found bian on the lifeless today he lives that's who your god is who your god is even when your heart fails until he says it's over even if your heart fails even if you are in a room where nobody can come to and and your life is gone whatever happened to you still he has a way still he has a way to send somebody to do something so that you can live come on somebody say hallelujah the bible says does not disappoint romans chapter 5 and verse 5 now hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured out in our hearts by may the god of hope fill you with all joy this morning we may understand what we believe in god i just want to read one one portion of scripture before 1 corinthians 15 54 to 58 the bible says when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality then the saying that is written will come true death has been swallowed up in victory is what is hope paul is writing about he's saying a day is coming in all of our lives when the perishable which is this body will be clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality isn't it beautiful just think about it this body is getting old is becoming weak uh, it, it, it it's aging you know uh, you know uh, you know that's why paul says we are in a tent he doesn't say we are in a building because the, because the tent wears out faster than the building you know uh, this this uh, this is uh, this perishable body paul says one day is going clothed with something that is imperishable amen god is going to stand with you he's going to stand and he's going to clothe you with something imperishable when he clothes you that person that you are with what he clothes you with is never ever going to perish which means which means you will no longer die you will live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever then he says the mortal with immortality the second one mortal which means that body which one day will die will be clothed with a body that will never die amen uh, i used to do this to my grandmother when i was a little boy and and uh, and i often used to wonder why i can't do it but why her skin is like this you can hold it like that but suddenly i find now i can do it for myself i remember as a little boy amen paul says mortal with that, that weak and dying will be clothed with immortality meaning you will never die then he says then the saying will come true death has been swallowed up in victory amen that will be swallowed up because of jesus then he says where o oh, death is your victory where o oh, death is your sting come on isn't it amazing you begin to tell death hey death where is your victory death where is your sting the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law but 
Thanks be to God. He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Paul says to the church. Therefore, my dear brothers, he says, just be strong. Just be bold. Keep moving on. Stand firm in the faith that you have. Give yourself fully to the work of God. Put everything in your life about God. Because you know that your labor will not be. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, our God is a miracle working God. We can believe God. This morning, for a mighty breakthrough in our... I don't know what you are walking. I know what I am walking. But I know there is a God here. Right in the midst of can do a miracle. And how can I receive my miracle? My faith in If I can believe God. If I can say to God, God, I believe. I believe that you can heal me. I believe that you can change. I believe that, Lord, you can take away this mountain from... I believe you this morning. Our faith in God move the mountain. Our faith in God will bring the voice of God that says your faith has made. Hallelujah. Close your eyes for one more. Pray. And then while we pray, I'm going to ask Love and Lena to come here to pray. They wanted to pray this morning. Healed of, of every situation they are in. That all sicknesses and challenges they're walking through will leave them. And they left their home this morning. Faith in their hearts. That the Lord can do a miracle. Amen. And we, he can do the same for all of us. So while we pray for them. Let it be a sign to you that God can do the same for right now. Whatever it is, lift it up to God. Whatever it is, God can do a creative miracle. Impossible things can be made possible. With God, all things are possible. All things, my friend, with God. Jesus said, with man it is with God, all things. And we hold on to that word, this, that Lord with you, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Just pray, church. Tak fordi du lyttede med til denne udsendelse fra Troens for mere information og for at kontakte os, gå til www.tronsord.dk